This podcast episode is brought to you by my Business Basics class. I teach you the eight essential steps to get your business legal and legit so you can watch it bloom. You'll learn the basics of what is an LLC and the first steps to opening one up, opening a business bank account, how to find an accountant, what is bookkeeping and how can you do it yourself to save some money, what contracts and legal documents to consider and where you can buy them, the starting point for saving for your retirement, how to find a financial advisor, and where to start looking for business insurance. When you avoid getting all these ducks in a row, you are risking getting sued, paying more in taxes, and missing out on turning your income into more money. Head to jessicawhitaker.co slash businessbasics to enroll. Hey photographer, Jessica Whitaker here. Welcome to the Build and Bloom Photography Podcast. We're kicking off season three of the podcast with a returning guest, Kiana Marie, who is going to teach you how to easily share the behind the scenes content on Instagram and TikTok of your real life so that you can book your dream clients. You'll learn how to easily create magnetic content by simply sharing your daily life in a way that's simple, consistent, and not overwhelming. You're gonna learn how to overlook vanity metrics, skip the trends, and stop fighting the algorithms in 2024. And since this podcast is going up on January 1st, 2024, I thought what better way to start the new year than with a new mindset on social media. With over 15 years of experience photographing weddings, family portraits, high school seniors, boudoir, events, Kiana Marie has done it all. She has incredible photography education across all of her platforms. So if you like what I teach, you will love her. In our first episode together, she taught you how to create behind the scenes content during your photo shoots to book more clients. That's back in season two. It'll be linked to the show notes if you want to listen to that next. But before we get into it, if you've listened to the podcast in the past and you've liked what you've learned, please go share some love over on iTunes or Spotify by leaving a review. This is a way that enables the podcast to grow in the charts so other photographers could find this incredible free resource. Thanks in advance and let's get into the episode. Kiana, I am so excited to have you back on the Build and Bloom podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much, Jessica. It's truly an honor to be back. So hey, hey, friends. I'm so excited to be back here. And yeah, so my name is Kiana, and I am a photographer and content generator. I've been a wedding photographer for over 15 years, and I am just that big sister that wants to give you that tough love, but also so much encouragement and so much love and respect and education to help you shine online. Because my biggest thing, and I love sharing this, is that we all each have incredible gifts and we have so much to share. We need to stop being afraid of putting that online so we can find our people. So let's let this conversation roll and help us just create magnetic content that our people, like the good kind of people, the ones that actually make sure you eat on a wedding day or that take really good care of you and are excited when their emails pop open and their galleries are delivered. Like these are your people. Let's find them. Let's lay the foundation. What's the point of creating content in your daily life? for a business or for a personal brand? Well, I want you to think about this for one quick sec and think that we are all literally using the same technology. We are using the same types of, I mean, even now we're with the introduction of AI and chat GPT, 
we're flying and we are all very similar. Yeah, some of us are Sony and Canon and Nikon um, base and any other type of camera that I didn't even mention, right? There's so many others out there. And our photos are actually really similar. I, It's true. People will fight it, but our cameras take really great pictures, okay? So with that alone, we need to stand out and we need to say, hey, these are my photos. And I want you to almost imagine your photography, your gallery link to be a like a byproduct of what you're actually delivering. Because what you're delivering is your attention to detail, your love, your passion, your client experience is just blowing everybody else out of the water, right? Like I know it, like I see you, especially that you're listening, you are delivering an incredible experience for your clients. But if that's not showing up online, if you're hiding behind those beautiful curated images, what makes you you? So this is why I love behind the scenes and especially incorporating our daily life. And I have to tell you right now, like I mentioned before, as your big sister, I'm lazy. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Running social media literally is a full-time job and I don't have time for that. So how can we market our business and be really genuine and build these connections with our current past and our future clients? The secret is behind the scenes. The secret is just capturing little pieces of your daily life, pieces that make you, you, and, you know, think about that too, right? I mean, oftentimes we have a lot of brides and grooms and couples that will follow us even after they're married, right? Like they fell in love with us. So how are we staying connected with them? They're not looking at cake toppers anymore. They're not looking for wedding trends, but they want to support you and they want to love you. So building generational connections and generational clients is all like the thread that keeps us all hanging on to each other is behind the scenes. Yes. So I can break it down super simple for you. It really is just sharing pieces of your pieces of your life. There may be three to five second video clips that I'm just capturing on my phone or even just photos too. If the whole video part sounds a little overwhelming, maybe we're still a little nervous about sharing our voice online or sharing our faces. It can just be a photo of the behind the scenes of your life. So a couple examples of that could be of you actually sharing behind the scenes of the client experience. So actually sharing snippets of you working a real wedding day or working a real photo shoot. And then of course, so I say that's kind of the business aspect of it, but the daily life is where it's at. The daily life is the juicy details of behind the scenes that people want to see. And it also makes me laugh too. So I'm such a visual person, but if you're listening now, I, I wonder if you will ever watch those um, TikToks or those reels of those girls, like literally cleaning their fridge out and like putting Tupperware together. And it's like this crazy, it's like the ASMR stuff that you're like, I can't get enough of this. And so, so <laughs> I think we're guilty of that. And maybe there's like some weird niche. I mean, I even watched this girl on TikTok literally just replant plants and it's so relaxing and it's just, it's so random, right? And so these are the types of pieces of your daily life that we should be capturing. So people get a glimpse of the real you. So it's outside of you working on the computer or working in your photography business. It's more you in your home that might reflect your artistic vision, like how you paint your walls, how you decorate, whatever it might be. It's 
outside of the actual photography itself. Yes. And I love, I love blending the two, but I think for the purpose of this conversation, let's kind of like pull back the curtain on our daily life and our home life um, while still being really professional, right? So we're not just going to just blast our entire life online. We're not going to be unsafe about sharing locations and all those types of things. We'll get into that later. Um, but I think it's, it's definitely in the power of sharing your daily life because guess what? You're already doing it. Like you're already doing it. We don't have to create these massive content days and be really intentional about chasing trends and finding audios. And then by the time you actually have time to create those reels and TikToks or Insta stories, that audio is two weeks old by now or longer, right? <laughs> so this is way to stay relevant. How do you make your daily routines, your real life, your adventures connect with your dream clients? Yes. So I think it would be totally like a disadvantage if I encourage you to just record everything and put it online, right? There needs to be a little bit more context about why you're doing this. So I love, let's say, for example, if you are, and we all love coffee, we all love tea. A lot of us are kind of numb to that with like making that a part of our brand. But I want to share this really simple kind of thought, like, if you're pouring your coffee in the morning, okay, don't just share your creamer. Don't just share the cute little like ice packets that you just ordered off Amazon that some girl totally influenced you to buy, right? From your ASMR video you watched last night. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and those are like on Amazon Prime already delivered. Um, But let's say, for example, you are pouring your coffee instead of just sharing all those little details. I totally encourage each of us to dig a little bit deeper and share a little bit more context. So let's say you are pouring that uh, creamer into your coffee and it's making that just beautiful iced coffee swirl that we all love. Add some text to that either reel or that Insta story or some type of social media post where you're actually sharing, hey, today is going to be a busy day. I'm so blessed to blah, 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 blah. And then you list out three to four things that you're doing. Maybe you're even sharing, oh, and you're, and maybe it's a hot coffee because I know not all of us are iced coffee drinkers, but maybe you actually get a shot of yourself holding that warm cup of coffee and you're sharing how grateful you are that this is the fuel that's going to get you through a really long wedding day, right? So we're just kind of, kind of threading and kind of like connecting the dots to the things that you're already doing but you are adding that level of professionalism and just connecting with your clients. Oh my gosh, that is so genius. Oh my goodness. And I can think of so many, I mean, you could do probably the same thing, do your coffee and then you typing at your computer and talking about even what galleries you're working on. And then you maybe going on a walk and talking about why you walking your dog, you're already posting it is like important for you to take a break. I mean, this is so, so good. So for those of us who feel like our day-to-day -day life is quite boring, <laughs> and I think that's going to be everybody listening, even if your life is the most exciting and we still think, oh, our life is very mundane. It's very repetitive, whatever. We always think that everybody else is so much more interesting than ourselves, regardless of 
if that's true or not, right? Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, yes, I feel all of us can relate to that right away. So if you are feeling that way, this is totally normal. And this is exactly where you need to be. <laughs> like this is the conversation for you. So I actually want to create a challenge for you. I would select picking one of these two different ways of generating content, especially if you feel like you're super boring. And especially if you have no time and if you're out of ideas. So the first one is literally to just both of these actions and these challenges are going to take a little bit of time to just write some notes out. Okay. So if you're driving or you're walking your dog or something like definitely come back to this episode and um, re-listen with a notepad. So basically I would have on one side of the paper, I would do a day in the life of, okay. So I would challenge you to write out. It doesn't have to be 27,000 steps of every little thing that you're doing in one day, but I would challenge you to write out maybe five to 10 solid things that you do every single day. Now this could be, and you could just pick a random Tuesday, or maybe it could be a busy Saturday when you're actually working with clients, either working a photo shoot or going to an event. Okay. But I challenge you to pick just one day out of the month where you can record almost everything that you're doing that day. Okay. Because here's the thing I can say, Oh, go do this, go do that. And then all we do is get into overwhelm and then nothing gets done. So if we can just commit to just one day out of the entire month, list out those things that you're willing to, to record. It could be like we mentioned earlier, starting your coffee. It could be watering your plants. Um, what do you, do your, do your plants have names? Like I name my plants, right? Like these are all little itty bitty pieces of you that you may think are boring, but do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> like just write it out and then capture those little things. So that would be like challenge. Number one is just one day in the life of, and then the second challenge I would share would be a little bit more advanced. Maybe you are a little bit more confident with creating content. This would be a week in the life of, okay. And you're going to write out same thing though. It's only five or 10 points. It doesn't have to be 10 things per day. I don't want to overwhelm you, but go through your weekly calendar, like Monday through Sunday. And I suggest, and this is where I get really visual about things is I really want you to actually pull out the different characters of your life that you embody throughout the week. So when I say characters, I mean like, okay, like your morning bum look where you're writing your affirmations, you're journaling, you're having your coffee. Maybe you are tossing things in the car and taking kids to school that morning, whatever, like whatever that like morning vibe is, that's a character. Okay. And then what does your work life look like? Are you actually just wearing, you know, changing from your pajama leggings into your working leggings that you work from home, right? Like, what does that look like? What is that transition? What do you look like when you're actually photographing an event? I know a lot of us are photographers and entrepreneurs. So what do you act like? What is your costume? I'm doing air quote that you wear when you're photographing these events. Okay. What do you wear if you're going out on a date night with your lover? Okay. So like what, that's a character that you're wearing that and something that you're embodying that week. Um, maybe, you know, are you exercising? Are you going to some sweaty yoga class or are you maybe wearing your yoga pants, but grabbing brunch with your girlfriends and said, okay, like there's no shame in that. Right. So this is what I mean by capturing those characters that you embody throughout one solid week. And all I challenge you to do is just capture a couple little three to five second videos of that person that's you <laughs> and um, really developing a huge content bank. And then from that, like we mentioned before, then you're also kind of blending the dots and connecting the dots with how it actually relates to your business. 
why you're doing what you're doing, how you spend your free time. And I will share this too, because I, I don't know why this is like getting a little download for this, but I used to be really terrified of sharing my life online simply because in the past, I'd say five, 10 years ago, um, clients would reach out and they would say, they text me or they would message me because I did not have any boundaries back then. And they would say, Hey, I see you're having so much fun at the lake key. When can we expect our photos? Okay. So like, this is a real thing that happens. So I would say, create some systems, create some boundaries. And my clients today know that, you know, every, all my deliverables are delivered, obviously for me on time. And if not like sooner than they anticipated. Yeah. I love to, I love to over deliver. It's a free way to like be extra shiny is just do things a little bit faster than what you agreed on. And that way they know that when I'm off grid, I'm out of service. Like I'm living my best life. Right. And so like, I literally am chasing waterfalls. I'm out in the boat somewhere. I don't know. I'm by a, by a bonfire somewhere and I'm untouchable, but they love to see that piece of my life. Because when I come home from those, those adventures, I'm full of creativity. I have more energy and I just feel so refreshed mm-hmm. and it encourages them to do the same. So if you're kind of thinking, Oh gosh, I'm afraid to share what I'm doing. Cause I was just at the Taylor Swift concert and my wedding is due, you know, like I'm a little bit late on turning that wedding in like, girl, get it together. You know what I mean? Before you start blasting your life online. But I wanted to share that caveat first. That's so, so amazing. I love both challenges. That is so genius. So when you're recording the content for the day or the week, you're not are you posting that content the same day and same week, or are you simply saving the videos and then distributing it throughout the room, the rest of the month? Great question. So I kind of do a little bit of both. Um, but the, really the main point behind these challenges is to create that content bank. So all I'm doing in that moment, especially in those like content creation days, whether it's one full day or committing to one full week where I am in kind of capture mode. Um, really the game is just trying to create that bank. So then when I do have time, whether I'm sitting on the couch, taking a little break, maybe I'm in line at the grocery store or waiting in line in the pickup line, that's when I can kind of play. And then that's when I create. Okay. Amazing. And can you repurpose both the clips on both stories and reels? 1000%. Yes. Yes. All the things, even YouTube shorts is a thing. I mean, any type of social media. And this is also why too, I'm so happy you mentioned that. I feel like a lot of us can get really zoned in, really suckered into Instagram and TikTok and these current platforms and the beauty of creating this content bank. And I have years of this. It, like, it doesn't matter what next platform, what next social media thing like unfolds because we have that video. We're not strapped to one type of delivery of these social media platforms. I love that. And then my last question before we move on would be when it comes to people being afraid to share their life online because of what clients might say, would you set those boundaries that in your welcome guide and in your contract and before the photo shoot itself? Or what does that kind of look like? Really, the only thing that comes to mind with this, with those boundaries is people are watching. And I honestly think too, it actually kind of makes me laugh because that's the whole point, right? Like we want our people watching us. So if they are questioning us, 
okay, you are doing something right, sister. Like you are showing up and people are engaging with you. Um, but I think it really just boils down to your systems and yeah. your, your work ethic to make sure that you are on top of those things and people are people. Okay. So if you do have to, and I, you know, do air quote, break a contract or bend a contract and say, Hey, this just came up in my life and I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to wait an extra 24 hours or an extra three days until your final gallery could be delivered. And here's why. Okay. There's so much more power in people being compassionate and forgiving when you are sharing pieces of your life. Right. So, I mean, you're, you're human, like let's share that humanness. So when there are these things that happen out of our control, right? We're not just like living our best life and then oopsie, sorry, like your gallery was due two weeks ago and I forgot, right? Like I'm not talking about those situations. I'm talking about the things that actually happen in your life. People are going to be way more forgiving. I love that. This episode of the Build and Bloom podcast is brought to you by Contractista, my favorite resource for lawyer-drafted photography contracts. Head to jessicawhitaker.co slash photography contracts and use the code BUILDBLOOM15 at checkout for 15% off lawyer-drafted legal documents. Contractista is your one-stop shop for attorney-drafted legal documents for entrepreneurs. Actually, not only are they attorney-drafted by a business and intellectual property attorney, but they're also peer reviewed by attorneys with over 30 years of experience in contract drafting for multinational corporations. <laughs> Anyways, Contractista actually has bundles specific for photographers that cover portrait photography contracts, wedding photography contracts, plus some legal disclosures that you have to put on your website. Just like you have to have car insurance to drive a car, you have to have attorney drafted contracts for your clients and websites to run a business. Head to jessicawhitaker.co slash photography contract and protect yourself from that just in case. And you can use the code BUILDBLOOM15 at checkout for 15% off. That's jessicawhitaker.co slash photography contracts. How could we align ourselves as an expert in our business, whether it's photography or another creative venture, when we're posting these random life behind the scenes. Yes. I love this. And we kind of mentioned this a little bit, but I'd love to go deeper into this conversation, right? So once again, I think there can be so much power in sharing and we can go into both, you know, the business side and the personal side. Um, But let's just talk about that client experience and pulling that out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's say for example, um, let's say you have shot a wedding And then years later, the bride reached out to you and says, Hey, I've been seeing what you're doing and I really need a branding headshot, right? Like I need this. Okay. So this is a great example of creating that generational content. So you're still showing up, you're still being relevant and you are, I say this so many times, but it's true. Like you really are connecting the dots to share that you're the expert. Mm -hmm. And so a couple of ways that you can do that is by sharing your client experience weaved in through your daily life. Right. Um, So, yeah. So I just, I think it's, it's really just a matter of the fact that so many of us are experts. So many of us have the experience, Mm -hmm. but I hate to say it, but if there's no online proof, like who cares? right? Like how, like, how are you proving that? And, and I, I wanted to say this with the biggest hug right now and share that I know there are so many 
mentors and coaches out there that are literally blasting. Like you are so valuable, just add tax. You are so amazing, charge more. And I want to share like they're right. And, and it's absolutely true. You are amazing and you are worth so much more, but this is where the behind the scenes sneaks in because it's like, but are you like, you know what I mean? Like, how are people going to know this if you're not sharing? And so, um, so a couple of ways that I do that now is I love sharing that I'm educating myself, right? I mean, all of us are watching webinars when we should be working. Okay. I know this, um, you know, like I, in fact, I'm kind of going on a webinar kind of like fast right now where I'm not watching anymore until I implement some of the things I've been trying to do for a while. Um, so I know a lot of us can relate to that. Like we're in this constant mode of learning. So instead of just, you know, going about your day, like this is a great checkpoint for you to actually share that quick behind the scene. And obviously too, you're supporting that, that mentor or that coach that is offering that webinar. They're going to share it most likely. And you're going to help build brand awareness there as well. And, uh, you know, showing up to conferences, sharing podcasts. I mean, oh my gosh, Jessica, like this would be a great opportunity for your audience to take a quick screenshot or if they're walking their dog, like share this and then tag this exact, you know, podcast or this exact episode. And once again, you're just creating that validation, like, Hey, just because I'm a business owner, like doesn't mean I'm never learning. I'm constantly learning mm-hmm. and that's going to help add so much value. So what are some of the tools, the apps, the programs that you use to stay organized and to be able to crank out consistent content? One of the best tools that I have discovered and that I use every single day for my content creation and really just creating that content bank is actually Google Photos. So this is the app that I use. It's attached to my email, which is attached to my phone. And this is such a saving grace because it's not only just a safe backup, like an archive system um, for me to save these photos, but it's also searchable. And this is what is gold for me. So, and I'll just give a quick example um, about this. Let's say you photographed a wedding sometime-ish a year ago, and you know they're coming up on their one-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Instead of just looking up a date, because my brain doesn't work with dates, it works with the couple's names. So I could go back to, I deliver in Pixie Set. So I would go back to my Pixie Set gallery. I would find their names, and then I would find their date. That's what I plug into the Google, like my Google photos account. And it pulls up all the photos and videos from that date. And that's how I can easily search things. Another example of doing that too, is having that archive of Google photos is, uh, let's say I wanted to look up fall weddings, right. Or I wanted to look up a specific venue. It even does a location hunt for me as well. So if I want to do a little recap of the year or highlight a special vendor, I can actually search that exact thing. So Google photos is like the ultimate app to use for me to back up. Is Google photos different than Google drive? So Oh, that's a good question. It is in my Google Drive, but okay. it's like it's its own. It's in the same little drop down as Google, like the little. It has a little like pinwheel kind of thing. That's a good okay. question. <laughs> so, do you organize it in Drive and then you pop in your photos, and then that is now Google Photos? So it's just the Google Photos app. So it's um, oh okay. It's, it's technically, I would say in the Drive, but I'm gotcha. not saving every photo or video into the drive. Okay. Gotcha. It's its own app, but it all could work together with the Google. Okay. Amazing. I didn't 
even know that was a thing. That's so awesome. Yes. And I love that saving grace too, because my phone is always running out of memory. And so if I delete something now, I have to share this caveat, like, please, please don't come at me. Like make sure you toggle all the right boxes and make sure that you're doing things properly. Um, but I know that mine, if I delete anything from my phone, it still remains on the Google photos app, which, so it's not technically mirroring it. It's just archiving it. Okay. So it's an app on the phone that you can then sync your camera roll on iPhone to Google photos. And then it's its own camera roll essentially. Okay. Gotcha. Amazing. And then that's how it's synced with Google drive. That's so interesting. So then how do you, you have your content bank, what program or how do you then schedule or organize out the content to be scheduled? So I am pretty much a fly by the seat of my pants person. I'm probably, (laughs) I post things just kind of as they come, but I try to be more intentional with the time that I give myself to play and the time that I give myself to actually create this content. Um, But yeah, so I actually am a huge advocate for Canva. So like I mentioned before- Oh yeah. So I am like one of the laziest entrepreneurs you'll know. Like I have to keep my, my calendar busy. Otherwise I just want to take a nap and do nothing. So uh, with that in mind, one of my favorite reels or favorite types of Insta stories to make is doing a quick little clip of behind the scenes, just an Mm -hmm. actual video. And, and the quality is not great guys. Like it's really not that fantastic, but it makes it real. It makes it authentic. So I have that three to five to 10 second video clip. And then I pop, 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 pop. And then I pop the professional photos and Canva makes that so easy. Cause you can, you can access the app from your phone, but mm-hmm. I t- typically do it from my laptop because my photos are right there and I just drag and drop them. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. I love using Canva and I've been using Canva for organizing out my grid. I feel like one of the things that I overthink the most is what to share when, not so much the timing or the day, but like, okay, do I want to share about my for example, with my own account, my home, or do I want to share about behind the scenes video and bringing that to YouTube? Do I want to share about a call to action for my email list or a photo of myself? I overthink that. And so then I'll go like weeks without posting really anything. I'm sure that there's so many other photographers who also overthink. What's a way to combat that thinking? Is it just to to post it and more focus on the time of day to share? So I think we really need to tap into our, like our intuition on this, like really. And even if you're not woo about this and you're like, oh gosh, no, I just don't know when to post. I don't know what to post next. And you're feeling really overwhelmed. Um, I love one, like this would be a perfect example of stepping back. And I literally mean like putting your phone down, step back. And like, take a breather. If you're feeling overwhelmed, like let's all just take a collective deep breath. And remember that the whole point of posting content Mm -hmm. is to validate your business, prove that you're actually still in business, right? Like you actually are working, you're working with clients and you are so passionate about your job, but then also take a step back and look about what's coming up on your calendar. Okay. There are going to be some people that fit into the bucket of, well, I only post on Mondays and I only post on Thursdays and everything else is just my life crazy. Like it's just, you know, like that's all they can commit to. And then there's others that fit in the bucket that are a little more fluid, right? I feel like if you're a friends fan, you have like, imagine if Monica was posting and then if he was posting, okay. Like that's how my brain works. Right. So you have like the rigid planner and then you have the, let's just go with the flow. Like, Oh, what am I feeling today? Is it raining today? Maybe I should post like that's a Phoebe post, right? Yeah. 
So I think once you determine what bucket you're in, like what type of poster you are, then we could be more consistent. Okay. So if you are listening, you're like, oh, I'm such a Monica. Like I need to have a plan. I like, I mean, have organized fun. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. like, that's like more of a Monica Geller. So if you're thinking that way, then once again, I would suggest taking a look back at your calendar and take a look at what do you have upcoming this week? Do you have a wedding on Saturday? And the reason why I say this, and I want to kind of do a little like commercial break and little like thought bubble before I move on is you really do need to be very strategic about what's coming up in your business and in your calendar, mm -hmm. because for example, okay, I'm going to just make a quick one. Let's say you are photographing nobody on Saturday, Friday night. Personally, I'm not going to share that I was at this concert and here are my cowboy boots Yes, and right. Like here's, you know, this is my cat and this is, you know, whatever. Like, I know that sounds so silly. I no, mean, maybe yeah. if you're like, maybe if, if you were at the T-Swift concert, like that's okay. You should always post about that. Right. But I'm just saying like, I wouldn't post such um, personal things. Instead, I would be looking at that, that week that I have that wedding coming up and I would be posting in, you know, behind the scenes of that engagement session that I just shot of that couple. I would be posting tips about a wedding venue that's coming up soon. Right. Because I really want you to almost put like a, like a little hat on thinking that someone who is going to potentially meet you at that wedding, whether it's a bridesmaid, whether it's a guest, they're going to see those, those things. Yeah. And they're going to think, oh, wait, she's a photographer and she looks really cool, but oh my gosh, she's dancing in her disco balls all week. Like, I don't know if that connects. That, that doesn't share very much value. Um, And so that's something that I always love to kind of, like I said, call in your intuition and yeah. think about what's coming up. That and is then, so strategic and so genius. Sorry to mean to interrupt yeah. you. I'm yeah, just in no. awe. Okay, queen. Yeah. Okay. We need to be really intentional because, you know, first impressions are a real thing. And I know I'm old. I'm 35 years old. Like first impressions are like a really big thing, right? It doesn't ever yeah. go away. And especially when people are deciding to not just follow you quickly, but to engage with you and to think, hey, is this someone that I is going to add value to my life? Sorry, I clicked it twice. Okay. I am such like, whenever it comes to doing like subscriptions, I am like so frugal and I'm like, you know what? I'll save the $20 a month. <laughs> no, you're so cute. This is amazing. No, this is fine. Um, okay. I had something to ask too on that same note. So if you were to post, okay. <clears throat> so basically the idea before I like go into, cause I have such a hard time also wording things on the fly. So one big thing that I see is, and I've made so many videos about this, are always like, never post this on your Instagram. Basically, when people share the personal life, let's say you had, you're paying five grand for a wedding photographer, and you see that they're up in the club, or they're at a Taylor Swift concert the night before your wedding, I would be freaking out because even if they're the most responsible person in the world, it's like, what if they oversleep? What if they're hung over on my wedding day? There's all these other things that go on. We talk kind of from that perspective as well. Yes, 1000%. And I'm so happy that you mentioned this because we can give you all the green lights, all the encouragement, but like, let's pause real quick and share like what not to do. And I know in one of your recent podcasts too, Jessica, I remember you mentioned like what not to like, what not to do, what not to post. So I would love if someone's already heard that this is a gentle reminder, but please don't ever post online that your memory card was lost, that you have lost um, an external hard drive that is not turning on and you're desperate for help. 
Like, no, even if, even if you're trying to make yourself a hero and say, oh, but good thing I have it triple backed up and archived, right? Like, yeah. And you could don't. share on Facebook, like in the Buildable and Facebook group is like the appropriate place to share when you need help where your clients are not going to be, but yeah. it's like on Instagram. Um, So often like cars get broken into and, you know, mm-hmm. camera bags get stolen from the cars and that sucks, but don't post that on Instagram because that is going to freak your client out for so many reasons was your, whether your camera backpack was sitting in your front seat, which it shouldn't be, or if it was tucked in the back seat completely covered you don't clients aren't going to even think about that context so sorry I didn't want to interrupt you but I did want to say sure. like when you need help go to the right place for it like the build and yeah. Facebook group yes absolutely and also too on that same kind of coin before we move on please don't ever and this is a big sister in me coming out do not complain about your clients online I'm sorry please don't. Um, once again, like you mentioned, Jess, like there are safe spaces and, and safe people that you maybe should be like texting directly <laughs> yeah. or maybe even hopping on a phone call with, um, because everything is screenshotable these days, yes. everything. Um, and even if we are being a little bit proactive about blurring out the names or right. Like, I mean, I've seen full on family sessions being posted into these really large Facebook groups. And I'm just laughing thinking, Oh my gosh, like these people are going to find out that you are complaining about them. So we need to be like very strategic about that. And like I said, it's not that these things don't happen and we pretend we just push it under the rug. Like it doesn't exist. But like you mentioned, we need to put our, put our hats on from the perspective of our current and our future dream clients and how they are perceiving us. If we sound like complainers and we're, we're, you know, annoyed with our current clients. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't they feel a little hesitant to work with us thinking, well, oh gosh, I hope I wear the right thing to my next photo shoot because so-and-so is going to complain that her clients never dress right. Like, like you don't want that type of energy around your business. A hundred percent. It's another thing that should be a no-no for us, right? When we are posting that we're exhausted, when, you know, it's almost like, I don't know where this came from, but there's this badge of honor to be really busy and to be exhausted, but still pushing through or to be in your editing cave for three days straight, right? Like I feel like for photography humor, that is very relatable. But I also think like you mentioned before, like does a bride actually want to see that you as a photographer is chugging a Red Bull during a ceremony or is is losing sleep or has been up all night with a newborn, right? Like these things happen. And I want to be very, very careful in how I'm delivering this message. Like, this is real life. This is like reality. But when it comes to sharing those behind the scenes online, we really do have to be a little proactive about that. A hundred percent. And almost also being paranoid in a sense of, I know with the addition to close friends list, and I've talked about this on videos before about don't even post it on your close friends list because you don't know who's going to screenshot it and share it. You might forget that some, like one of your clients, friends, maybe your, your friend got you the booking and they're on your close friends list. There's so many different circumstances. And of course there are going to be, you know, some of you guys might be like, ah, it's okay. But I do still always want to include that wording of close friends list, secondary Instagram accounts, Finstas, you never know how um, 
somebody might like see that information and you don't want it to hurt your business at all. So sometimes it's just best to not post and to just Mm -hmm. keep it within the group chat. Yes, yes. Be safe out there. This podcast episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is a client management program. You are able to have your client submit their inquiry form on your website and have this system automate the entire booking process. So once you get that client inquiry, they're popped at the top of your funnel and booked hands-free. So now instead of the cycle of responding to inquiries manually, answering the questions, following up with ghosted clients, you know the drill. This process should now take you 10 minutes because it is automated. So before Before we get back to the episode, let's talk about getting paid. Another feature I love is that you can set up a payment schedule with your clients and HoneyBook will automatically remind them that the payment is almost done and it will invoice them. I love that you can set up various payment schedules with your clients. You can break it down by percentage, exact amount, and HoneyBook will do all the math for you. It will automatically remind them when payments are due or about to be due and it will invoice them. So there's no more back and forth for you trying to track down that final payment. You can head to jessicawhitaker.co slash honeybook to snag a free trial with no credit card required to set up. And if you love it, you'll get 50% off your first year. That's jessicawhitaker.co slash honeybook. Oh my gosh, Kiana, this has been so incredibly helpful. Like always, you are just such a queen and I really want to encourage everybody listening to go check out your Instagram account because that you share tools for how to do it. And then also your examples on your Instagram and how you create the content can be so helpful as well. And I know that you have a free gift for my listeners that is so invaluable. So can we talk a bit about that? And you guys, it'll be linked in the description and the show notes of this podcast episode as well. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. Um, Yeah. So the free gift is it's all about capturing behind the scenes at your next photo shoot. So this is such a great cheat sheet and guide for you, whether you are a photographer and you are planning a next shoot with your clients, or maybe you are a small business owner that has a branding or content shoot coming up soon. This is for you, babe. Okay. So make sure you grab it. And it actually walks you through really easy checkpoints to capture behind the scenes before the photo shoot, during the photo shoot, and after the photo shoot, all with the intent to create magnetic content for your dream clients. And uh, yeah, so it's really fun. It's just a quick little guide. It's an easy PDF that you can download. I would put it on your phone. So you have a quick little little cheat sheet, little reference guide. Um, but it really is just like a quick little five minute read, um, something that can help you take notes on and really, really boost your behind the scenes. Oh, incredible. And if you guys haven't listened to the first podcast with Kiana, it's all about creating the behind the scenes content at your next photo shoot or wedding. It's more, get the PDF a hundred percent. But if you want to go even more in depth, that podcast episode is so valuable because it's all about creating content in a way that is not obnoxious. Like if you're like, okay, I have to bring out a tripod to put my phone on and record a time-lapse while I'm supposed to be posing a bride, or how am I going to even fit the time in to create any kind of content on a wedding day or a photo shoot? It's such an amazing episode about how to go about it in a way that's sneaky, that's professional, that's also serving your clients where they're going to be so thankful to have a handful of little clips from their wedding day. 
and just overall how to approach it in a very professional way. So listen to that podcast, grab the PDF, follow Kiana. I mean, Kiana, you are so incredible. You also have your own podcast. So where can everybody find you and find all your amazing resources? Yes. Well, let's be friends. Um, we have a whole bunch of behind the scenes to do. So let's go, babes. Um, you can find me anywhere at Q-U-I-A-N-N-A Marie. So it's Kiana Marie is my Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. And um, I do have a weekly podcast. It's called Kiana Marie Weekly. And um, every Monday morning, I'm dropping encouragement, motivation. I have some really fun connection calls. And I can't wait to interview you too soon, Jessica. Oh, my gosh. And uh, yeah, so it's just a great resource um, for entrepreneurs and photographers. Incredible. Thank you so much, Kiana, again, for coming on for the second time. I'm already like, okay, so what are we going to do the third time? You're <laughs> so amazing. You're so encouraging. Um, Thank you so, so much. So again, you guys check out the description box, the show notes, or just pop on over to Instagram as well. And everything will be over on Kiana. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for listening to the Build and Bloom podcast. If you love the show, leave us a review on iTunes to keep it running. This also helps other photographers to find this free resource. Looking for more? Join over 60,000 photographers in the Build and Bloom Facebook group. Just search for Build and Bloom in Facebook groups to join in the encouraging and empowering community. You can also find Jessica's tutorials and tools on YouTube and Instagram at Jessica Whitaker and show notes and further resources on her website, jessicawhitaker.co. Thanks for spending time here. Catch you in the next episode.